James, give me an M. M. Give, give me an A. A. Give me an N. N. Give me an Oosh. <laughs> oosh. Give me a Zamarodi. Manoush Zamarodi is joining us in the studio today. Hi, Manoush. Hi. Thanks for uh, playing Question of the Day with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Got a question? I do have a question. Now, just so you know, we rarely answer the questions. Yeah, I know that, but that's okay. This one's a good one to go off on lots of tangents. I think actually it's important to note that. Oh, being, also, by the way, you're going to get interrupted a few times before you actually ans- ask the question. That's okay I think. Too. I think. I think having curiosity and asking questions is better than being a know-it-all and having all the solutions. So. So you sh- you prove to us that you believe that then. To <laughs> yes. The yes. Okay. So here's my question, and I've been Did thinking about this a lot. Did you just insult me, by the way? I no, not of, at all. I'm not smart. I was to still know. thinking about that too. I couldn't <laughs> tell if that was an insult or praise. <laughs> I think that just means it was well delivered. Whatever Sharp it was. Right. Tongued. Okay. Is it worth having a personal website in this day and age? Well, uh, let me answer first, because I asked Ev Williams, founder of Blogger, Twitter, and Medium, this exact same question. And his answer was— Really? You asked him the exact same question? The exact same question. Listen to my podcast with Ev Williams. What's your podcast called? The James Altucher Show. How do you spell Altucher? A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R. What does that mean— in Yiddish, German, German, nothing. Sure, it does. Uh, no, no, it's a, it's an Ellis Island name. No, yeah. I don't it, think it means so. there's something there. It means he who climbs fences, but not very high ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Which was describing well, perfectly. Alt means old. Yeah, and so touch. I'll, 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 touch her. I'll touch her when she's old. It, it, I'll touch her, but fast. I think I'll that means her. like old towel. Actually, <laughs> there you go. Duke is towel. That's weird. So, <laughs> Ed Williams said. That having your own website is a kind of a dead thing right now because what's better your your own website is not a destination site yeah and there are many popular destination sites meaning a site that tens of millions of people will go to that are open platforms so like Medium which he owns Twitter which he started of course uh, he's gonna say that because he owns it. all the platforms so, right. what so, about the Italian so, one so he's biased what about but, the big Italian one Facebook but like uh, uh, no uh, Facebook's another one oh, yeah. though which Facebook. he doesn't know. And that that could be a blogging platform. You can put a blog post or whatever or writings in the status updates. So is this just a distinction whether it's a dedicated blog versus someone blogging on a platform that can accommodate many places? LinkedIn also has an open platform for blogging. Yeah, but then all those platforms, first of all, they own your content if you put it there. That doesn't mean anything, though. Like You could still take the content and do whatever you want. Yeah, I own your content today, Manoush, so. Well, that's true. But what I'm saying is, like, I I don't want them to decide what happens to it going forward. But they won't. Historically, they've never never done anything. Well, we're in an unprecedented age. You know, That's what we talk about on my show, Note to Self, this idea that the (laughs) digital age is, like, we're— Note to Self. There's no rules here. Listen to Manoush's podcast, Note to Self. So, okay, I want to—here's my situation. I did create a personal website. What's it called? Well, it's called ManoushZ.com, right? I, I have JamesAltucher.com. Okay. I still update my site. So why do you keep it? Why not just shut that puppy down and I, do it all on Fachibuke? I do everything. I post content on LinkedIn, Medium, Facebook, other sites. But why not just decide, like, why do you need... Because some people go to... Most people find my content through a major destination site that has an open platform. Yeah. Like Facebook or LinkedIn or Medium. Um, but some people will go after they know my name after a while. Yep. But my site will never be like the site that people wake up in the morning and say, oh, I have to see what the latest on jamesaltrisher.com is. Right. My site is just not a de- – personal sites are just not destination sites because we live in this world where you have believe in highly curated kind of sites. So Medium will curate. LinkedIn yeah. will curate. 
Facebook, not so much, but the, you know, the, the newsfeed algorithm curates. And so people rely on that to consume their content rather than going to your personal site. So, Stephen, do you have stephendubner.com or do you just have Freakonomics? You know, I think I do. Are they I one do. and the same? No, I think I still have uh, stephenjdubner.com, which I started before Freakonomics because I was a writer and I wanted – and this was in the days when uh, – There weren't it, any open platforms like this. Uh, oh, definitely. A, there weren't any open platforms. Mm-hmm. But even if you wanted your work, like in the old days, like 12, 15 years ago, if you were – like I wrote magazine pieces and I was starting to write books. And if you wanted your work to be uh, – to have a presence, like to have an archive of it, you kind of needed to do it yeah. yourself in part because – you know, like the New York Times was not all links were easy to get to, uh-huh. or I'd be published in whatever, the New Yorker, which was not free to everybody. And so I just set it up as kind of an archival thing. I think I still have it. And I'm there right now, you actually. You haven't been updating it? How's it looking? It, yeah, the last, it look? last thing he updated was his article about an economist named, a young economist named Stephen Levitt. There you go. That sounds about right. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't go to it. But, you know, even Freakonomics.com, which was hosted we, by the New York Times for a long time. Well, we started it independently, and then we started to blog a lot. We used to write on there a lot of, quote, original content. And what was interesting is one reason that we stopped writing so much, we still have a website, we, but we use it mostly as a kind of traffic depot now mm-hmm. for new material, including the podcast and so on. And one of the reasons why we stopped writing so much, one is we got exhausted. And two, when you <laughs> blog every day, it's hard to write a book, et cetera, et cetera. But also, additionally, like James is saying, if you have a destination that is a singular destination and not one point of a million in a portal like a, you know Facebook or whatever— the whole vibe of websites changed. Yeah. Now, on the one hand, I can see abandoning it for this person, for yeah. anybody who's thinking about That's this question. That's what I'm question, thinking about right, right now. I can see that. On the other hand, I think there's something very nice in this day and age. I mean, it's a little bit retro, frankly, to yeah. have your own website, but in a good way. So I'll give you a for instance. Um, you There are a million different ways, maybe not a million, three maybe, that you can read the content that's generated by a blog or a website, right? You can get an RSS feed. You, there are a number of ways to kind of scrape it, whatever. So like Marginal Revolution is a blog that I like to read. It's uh-huh. by a couple of economists named Tyler Cowan and Alex Tabrock out of George Mason. And they've been blogging for 12, 15 years. And um, I like to go to their site and read it. I but like I w- to I go— I will argue that that is—because it's been around so long and because it got so popular early on, that has become kind of a destination site. Yeah, but we were a destination. Freakonomics.com was a, a destination site for years that had millions of readers. But, but, but you, and would, I, would but, you do that today, though? If you—like, let's forget that you've been blogging. If today you started to blog— would you bother doing it at Freakonomics.com? So I'd I think, say no. So I think the short answer is there are a lot of different answers depending on who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. But I think that having a portal or a format or a platform, really, that is not in the main flow, there can be some benefit to that. Just, but, I, but that's a different question, though, because Freakonomics itself is a brand as opposed right, to, you right. know, he probably wouldn't do StephenJDubner.com today. Right. Oh, but interestingly— I've been thinking of taking it up again because Have I kind of do want – because, like, I don't do any personal – I do Twitter on with Freakonomics. I don't do anything personally. I don't even talk on the phone. I mean, I, I work. I can never get a hold of him. <laughs> so, you couldn't pay Stephen $10,000 to wake up in the morning. $10,000, I take your phone call. <laughs> okay. But I kind of like now at this advanced stage, I like the idea of, like, just going off and being me writing about something on the web. Like, I'm kind of getting that appetite. I'm going to take a minute to think 
while Stephen reads this word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. How should I manage my money? Whether you are a multi-million dollar investor, like James Altucher, or just starting out, the answer is Betterment. Today is the perfect day to take control of your financial future, and Betterment, America's largest automated investing service, can help you do that. Five years ago, Betterment created the first automated investing service to help make it easier and less expensive to make better financial decisions, from building wealth to staying on track for retirement. Betterment has developed advanced technology that automates your investing. This helps you make better financial decisions, and since your Betterment account invests with your personal goals in mind, you'll have added peace of mind. Don't be mistaken. Betterment is not a day trading tool. That's important because day trading is fill in the blank. It is an easy-to-use way for experienced investors to confidently manage their portfolios in a less expensive way. Betterment is already managing billions of dollars for more than 100,000 customers. Don't you want to be a smarter investor? Remember, it is never too late to save for retirement or any other reason, maybe a business startup. And Betterment has changed the industry by making investing easier and at a lower cost. Sign up today on your computer or smartphone and get up to six months of automated investing free and more information when you go to Betterment, that's Betterment, M-E-N-T, dot com slash question. That's Betterment, dot com slash question. Betterment, investing made better. Your question makes me think of a product that I really want. And you, uh-huh. if anyone in the world knows whether it exists, it's going to be you two. And if it's not you two, then it's people listening to this. So here's oh what God, I want. I'm so excited, yes. So this I got the this second question of the day. So I think this probably does exist or at least has existed in a variety of forms. And maybe the perfect form exists and I just don't know about it. But here's what I want. I was reading this, I think it was an obituary, about a painter who lived on Long Island. And I think it was a painter of a little bit of note but not a lot of note. And the obituary discussed how this painter's works were basically filled up this whole garage or something. And the person who was in charge of uh, cleaning it out, I don't know if it was relative or not, like had to decide, what do I do? Like, it's not a known commodity, so people aren't going to buy it, but they're kind of too awesome to throw away. So what do you do? So to me, this is like what the digital revolution, one of many things that the digital revolution makes better, which is, you know what? Let's just digitize them in a good way, yeah. and then they live forever. And that made me think, you know what? I want my life and everyone's life to be perfectly digitized. Mm. And to me, that is what I want personal websites to be. But but also, by the way, so you could saying, do that on Facebook, and you could do that on LinkedIn. You know, I think you, you can to some degree, area. but they're not beautiful. Okay. They're not You're saying organized. like a digital grave, basically. No, not a grave. I want it to be, I want, I want it to be a museum of one. I want everybody. I want to see, like, if Manoush, if I look you up, I want to see in 19, what year were you born? It's very personal. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 1973. (laughs) It was a good year. Like, if I want to see when Manoush was eight years old in 1981, I really want to see if she's chosen to make available, and she would only choose to make it available if it were really, 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 really easy to do this, meaning the platform is built to do it. I really want to see what Manoush's eighth birthday party looked like. Was she dressed up as— But that is what Facebook is for. That is what it, it will be. It doesn't work very well. You are not on Facebook. I'm on <laughs> Facebook nominally. I mean, I don't like the platform. I don't think I don't it works like it very either. well. I think it's ugly. I think it's intrusive, and I think it's cluttered. Okay, but that's I said, think it's people great. do use it to put their photographs of their eighth okay, year so, birthday. So, and so that is 
I, I recognize that is true, and I recognize that there are timelines and so on. But I want there to be a universal. You want it like public records. Mm. But you're still talking about making a destination site where everybody has their kind of personal sites within there. Well, somehow. it'd be both. I want there to be a Wikipedia of people. Right. A des- so Wikipedia is a, a destination site as an right. example. So if you're right. going to use that analogy, that's what Mark Zuckerberg create- wants, I think. You're still creating that kind of analogy of like one big global site that everybody kind of fits into with their own page or area, and maybe there's more design choices. But see, I think the thing that I really need— You just invented MySpace. Right. Well, that's the problem. MySpace is the closest example I could think of to what I'm actually talking about. But somebody did write to me, and that reminds me I need to write him back. They have a service where basically—so like I have in a basement somewhere about four or five big boxes of memorabilia from my rock and roll band days. Uh Set lists— photographs, stuff. I want all that. I want it all perfectly digitized so that you can not only see it, but almost smell it and feel it. I want it to be done well. I want it to be organized well. And I don't want it to take a staff of 12 people to actually do it. That's what I want. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you want it, though? For what purpose? So that you can, like— Two big reasons. One, so I can throw away the physical stuff. Yeah, okay. Which is a big, Which is a big part of it. Would you do that? Would you really throw it away? Um, So this is a question I ask a lot because I think once I go into the box and actually pull them out to digitize them, but I think I would. I think you know what I think I would do. Or at least when he was when you're dead, your kids. Here's what I really don't want. I really, 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 really don't want to die and leave boxes full of crap for someone to deal with. That's what I really don't want. I'm I'm happy for them to deal with my digital crap online. And by the way, I'm not planning on dying soon. My five-year-old said that to me yesterday. She's like, when you die, I will take all your necklaces. I was like, wow, okay. Was that meant to be kind, like you don't have to worry about disposing of them before you die, Mom? No, I think it was very much give me your jewelry. I think she's also understanding death, and so now it's like, well, when you die is like the beginning of a lot of sentences right now. Interesting that she— Moving on. Interesting that she uh, didn't—have you given her any indication that you're going to die sooner than later? I really have not, but like I am— Been eating a lot of smoked meat. (laughs) It strikes me though that maybe she's feeling a little anxiety over what she's going to get and and scarcity. Either that or maybe she just wants some jewelry. Have you tried giving her some cheap jewelry? I think she would love that. I should just do that. Anyway, back to you and your stuff. Okay, so it gets digitized. You then have it, and then you never look at it. Let's be realistic. But you like knowing that it's there, and you like certainly look at it more often than I look at it now. So by the way, because it's inaccessible, it's literally inaccessible. But I don't just mean for physical things. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really like. I do want a Wikipedia of people. So, so I mean, obviously, Wikipedia has people, but I want a Wikipedia of everyone. But and how would that be different? Sorry. Okay. Than Wikipedia? I just interrupted James. Yes, you, Look at you, that. You, you, I'm getting you into this whole thing. You interrupted the interrupter. Do it again. <laughs> well, so wait, James, how could you imagine Ask James that what he had for lunch. Stephen's Wikipedia of people would be any different than Facebook? I don't think it's different from Facebook. Other than maybe you would have more design choices in your definition of it. So you're because saying like, I should just use Facebook? Right now, not on your personal page. Create a, a kind of public page for about your band and... Then Ooh, that's you, a good idea. Then He's when you something. then when you upload all your stuff, suddenly all your friends will see it and and be able to participate right. in it right away. He's right. Or an Instagram page. Yeah, but Instagram so like, is limited the choices you can upload. Yeah, I, whereas I, I multimedia like is on Facebook. I like Instagram for other people and Facebook for other people, and I like that people put their lives on it. But I don't want to put my life what about on it for Pinterest? public. I don't you can make it, for, it private. No, no, but there's still here's yeah. a multimedia. There's multimedia stuff about the band. You're going to tell story. People will tell stories about the band. People will have 
videos or audio or photos. It sounds to me, though, Stephen doesn't care about sharing it with anybody. Yeah, I'm not talking about sharing. I'm not talking. You can limit access to your public page. It's just a great place to store stuff because it's never going away either. Like you don't have to. If you have a server host your personal website somewhere, eventually that service might go away. Whereas Facebook most likely is not. So just if you're really concerned about just digitizing and uploading someplace and not having many people look at it or having people look at it, still you're talking about Facebook. You know what? I disagree because I think Facebook. I have lots of ethical issues with Facebook. Why not? Give me your top three. My top three reasons. Ethical (laughs) problems with Um, Facebook. And also, am I wrong because you have ethical issues about Facebook, or am I wrong because Facebook doesn't work as that kind of platform? You're just wrong. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Why not? I I accept that. Before I get to my top three, why not put it in a Dropbox? I think Dropbox for this purpose would actually be perfect. But then it's lost. Like, nobody knows it's there unless he gives them permission for it. You know, at least— he doesn't care. Look, like, that's fine. As long as his kids have permission, then it's, like, up in the cloud— he would give the the information to the people who needed it. It would be part of whatever he hands over. When but then people are specifically blocked unless he gives permission. So I don't know if you want to do that either, but maybe you do. If all you care about is digitizing, then yeah, just use the cloud. What do you think? Sorry. <laughs> Once you said Dropbox, I just started thinking about the script that I that's in Dropbox that I should have written a couple uh, hours ago. Right, Dropbox. So I think yeah. I think we've just come to the reason why I've never done this is because I'm too lazy. Yes, and I and I lose interest in doing anything. And then it's because, just fine in right, the basement. Manush and I are bi- busy here solving all of your problems, and you're I, like daydreaming about some script. I so much appreciate <laughs> how you've been thinking on my behalf. So maybe, I love thinking about this stuff. I love it. It's see, like. It's like the digital version well, of going shopping in Staples. No, it makes wait, me so happy. Didn't you, Manoush, yeah. just do a piece recently for Note to Self about um, Photo digital clutter. picture clutter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what was your what's the solution there? You know what we discovered? That human beings' appetite for photo taking has passed the tech company's ability to help us manage it. That was our grand discovery. Um I that sounds do, like a, a that sounds like a business opportunity. No joke, huge opportunity. I think that. How about you? If you are an eighteen year old teenager and you want to make some money, help every mom parent on your block deal with their photos, get them that. backed up, why don't and you, organize them. Why don't them. you do this? Why don't you make? I this have business? a job that I like. It's in public radio. No one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And hey, public radio is very popular, right? It's more popular it's than big, like man. Uh, the cool private kids. radio. It's very popular in its uh, uh it's most popular it. talk radio, right? Um, but seriously, that might be true. my business idea is proven. I have thousands of people who are desperate for this service, but it has so to be at the right price point. James, can you help Manoush uh, make this business? It doesn't seem very hard. Tech- well, I'm going to argue that Snapfish is pretty good, actually, for helping people manage their Why don't you like Snapfish? Photos. No, but it's not that, though, because with— Okay, so the problem with uploading to all of these places is they don't play nice with each other. So depending on where all your photos are— So, for example, mine were all within iPhoto. Then Apple discontinued iPhoto. I didn't have enough room on my new Mac Air, so I never transferred them over. So I have them backed up on a hard drive. But wait, now I'm just using my phone— as technology changes, people don't move everything. They just leave it in these little, you know, intangible shoeboxes, right? And they don't know how to then consolidate and organize, and there is no one platform to do that. I think Google Photos is the closest. I put all my photos in there. It got rid of all of the chronology. Mm. So there's pictures of my kid when she's six months old and five years old next to each other. Do you want to at least put your hard drives full of pictures in the same box as my band set list so that yeah. they could keep each other company? Oh, sweet. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. In a moment, you'll hear a sample of our next exciting episode. But first, 
Hey everybody, it's Paul Shear. What? I have a podcast with June Diane Raphael and Jason Manzukis. This kid's story is bonkers. We watch the worst movies ever made. It's oh, baffling. No. And it could not have gotten it more wrong. And then we try to figure out how did this get made? I felt sick. I felt really what upset. Dude? What Boom. is happening? Boom, nailed it. What exactly is a street fighter? <laughs> Listen to How Did This Get Made on Earwolf or your favorite podcast app. We would love it if you did. And here's what we have lined up for the next episode of Question of... James, you want to take the last word of the... Day... How do the most successful people oh. spend the first hour of their day? So, and I'll start with you two. How do you spend <laughs> the first hour of your, of your day? Successful people that I know. Well, Which, it inc- this is Sorry. the article that always like stays at the top of Inc.com and Fast Company and LinkedIn. Right, you're saying James like, just stole this idea. No, I, I stole it from Quora where oh. I got about a million views. Oh.